I remember returning to the hellhole my mother used to call home. It crushed my soul stepping foot in the house knowing I wasn't welcome. My young mind didn't know much, but I sure knew that something there wasn't right. The only reason someone could even identify that as a home were the mailbox and the faded house numbers resting nervously on the rusted steel above the shattered windows. The bills weren't paid. The fridge was vacant. And the only thing my mother seemed to care about was the tall bearded man and the white candy he used to make for her. Me and my sisters were on our own at a young age. It was an unusual Monday evening, and I was returning home after an intense game of basketball. As soon as I crossed the threshold of my neighborhood, I immediately felt the usual desperation I go through as I go home. But today felt a little different. As I turned the street to approach my house, I was in shock to see the police cars parked all throughout the street and a few cops surrounding my mother on the front porch. I paused for a quick moment, stuck in shock and confusion. Should I go home or run like I always do when things seem to fall apart, I asked myself. It didn't take much to convince myself to see what was going on. I rushed to the house as fast as my legs would take me. As I approached my doorstep breathlessly, I had become the center of attention. My mother, my mother's eyes yelled remorse as she rushed towards me in an attempt to hug me, but I shrugged her off me. She told me that my little sister got out the house again and that everything was going to be okay. The officers got her attention to continue their talk. I stood there for a moment, trying to make out the, their adult talk, but soon after, the strange lady let me inside. Usually, I would have gave her a fight, but she bribed me with the McDonald's Happy Meal. I followed her, and I had a seat on my couch beside my sisters. I could tell they'd been bawling their eyes out because their eyes were bloodshot red. I tried to lighten the mood with a joke. You forgot the barbecue sauce, but they can't make a smile. I quit talking and start observing the police searching my house. Some of the officers were searching recklessly. Some were bagging up evidence. Others were taking pictures. But this one lady stood out the most. She was an overweight African-American woman looking as if she were in her late 30s. She stood there as quiet as a mouse studying us how a tiger would stalk his prey. Confusion over overrid my sanity and I soon grew angry. I was angry the police got comfortable in my house. I was angry seeing the fear in my sister's eyes. But I was most furious at the fact Crystal failed me, failed us as a mother. I was too young, too tired, and too innocent to even comprehend the situation we were in. Tears came running down my eyes as my mother returned in the house. I felt as if we hit rock bottom, or did rock bottom hit us? My thoughts started to confuse me. My mother comforted my sisters, but it was too late. The officers handcuffed her right in front of us and took her away. I couldn't bear to watch them strip us from my mother. Soon after, the strange lady told us to pack a bag of important things. I hesitated, but soon after, I followed my sisters up the stairs. I went to my room to say my goodbyes. I laid down on my bed, hoping I could just fall asleep and never wake up. I just wanted to escape the world. I was too sick to my stomach to even pack up, so I grabbed my wallet and my iPad my father gave me before we went to prison. I put on my shoes and rushed downstairs. The lady is waiting at the front door for me. Your sister's already in the car, she says, in a soft, comforting voice. 
I turned back to look back at the scarring childhood home I was raised, starved, and abused in. I walk out the door wondering where she's going to take us. I didn't see my mother. The whole neighborhood is outside. I feel a million eyes staring me down. I get in the car and I don't speak. She tells us that we're going somewhere safe, somewhere different, and I don't question nothing else. I never even knew what safe meant. I look back at my sisters to check up on them. Usually I would know how to comfort them, but this really killed me on the inside. The tears started uncontrollably falling from my eyes. We arrived to this big building in downtown Dallas. She led me and my sisters to a room with two bunk beds. Surprisingly, I felt safe. I wondered what they did with my mother. Was she going to be okay? Are we going to be okay? What's going to happen? I said to myself, I forced my eyes open, but soon I give up and drift off to a deep sleep. I awaken to a sound of a familiar voice calling my name. Dad? I say surprisingly. I haven't seen him in years, so I hesitate to hug him. My sisters are still sleepy as he decides to carry both of my sisters and I carry Zoe. I ask him, where are we going? He responded with, home. Home sweet home.